Imagine this. You're standing on a tiny diving board 26 metres high. That's about the size of an eight-storey building. Behind you, a sheer cliff. In front of you, thousands of people waiting expectantly. And far, far below you, the wild ocean. Churning swells, white water and sharp rocks. You're practically naked, wearing only Speedos. And there's no turning back. You're going to have to jump. Welcome to the world of cliff diving. Hi, I'm Tony Armstrong. Welcome to The Pool Room, where we celebrate the winners, losers, and the weird stuff between. Although diving from incredible heights might sound like an actual nightmare for most people, cliff divers travel the world looking for these kinds of opportunities. These athletes are extraordinary people. The risks they take are much higher than the average sports person, and the payoff isn't as celebrated. They're unlikely to make any money, and although the sport is growing, most of them probably won't become renowned in the way that, say, a famous footballer is. Those who do make it to the pinnacle have gone through years of mental and physical training. They're dedicated, determined, and possibly a little crazy. So when dozens of the world's best cliff divers unanimously agree that someone is the greatest cliff diver of all time, it's worth paying attention. Enter Gary Hunt, the man The Guardian labelled the Lionel Messi of cliff diving. Gary is the best of the best the most successful male in the history of the sport. Over the length of his career, he's undertaken a number of impressive dives, but the one I want to focus on happened early in his career, in May of 2009, when Gary was just 24 years old. It was part of the first ever Cliff Diving World Series. The sport was just becoming widely recognised and people from around the globe had gathered in Antalya, Turkey to watch and compete, including Gary and he was about to make a huge impression on everyone there. In diving, there's a panel of five judges. In the lead-up to every dive, the divers take the time to explain to these judges the details of what they're planning to attempt. When it was his turn, Gary described every moment of his dive. It would involve jumping backwards off the board into three somersaults with four twists. This move had a difficulty rating of 6.2, which was completely off the charts. It was declared to be the most difficult dive ever performed in any form of competitive diving. It was also a dive that no one had ever attempted, not even Gary himself. We'll come back to Gary in a moment, but first, there's a few things you need to know about cliff diving as a sport. Firstly, it differs from regular diving in many ways, the most obvious being the heights are much greater. A regular diving board is 10 metres. In cliff diving, it's 26 metres high. By the time the divers reach the water, they're travelling at an astounding 85 to 100 kilometres per hour. That means that every high dive has to end feet first, because if someone were to hit the water head first, as sometimes happens when a diver miscalculates the fall, 
At best, they might face concussion, whiplash and bruising. At worst, they could suffer severe spinal injuries or even die. In Olympic diving, there are strict specifications for what's known as an Olympic-sized pool, which includes details such as temperature, length, width and depth. But in the wild west of cliff diving, the specifications and conditions are a little less tightly regulated. Athletes are jumping off literal cliffs into whatever body of water is below, sometimes a deep river or raging ocean, other times a calm bay. When preparing for a dive, a lot of factors need to be considered, like wind direction and the size of ocean swells, details that divers in a pool never have to think about. To make things even more challenging, there are just three training centres worldwide with diving boards high enough to train on. To get around this limitation, they use a combination of swimming pools, specialist gymnast equipment and trampolines to practice each aspect of their dive. Often, the day of the competition is the first time they get to put all the components of their dive together. This is exactly what Gary Hunt was facing with his difficult dive in 2009. But even though Gary hadn't practiced it before, it doesn't mean he wasn't prepared. In some ways, Gary had been training for this moment all his life, since he was just a kid back in England. From the beginning, Gary's determination was the thing that set him apart from his peers. He wasn't the best diver, according to his coach, but he loved the sport, and it quickly became apparent to everyone who knew him that he would dedicate his life to it. He was travelling around the country and the world, competing in events with his eye on the prize, representing Great Britain in the Olympic Games. But the fact that there were other, more talented divers soon began to take its toll on his Olympic aspirations. So, in an unexpected twist, Gary decided to become a pirate. Nah, just kidding. He didn't become a real pirate, but he did the next best thing. He got a summer job, wearing a pirate costume at an amusement park. Alongside other piratey type activities, he had to jump 18 metres into a pool below. Until this moment, Gary had only jumped from 10 metres high. Initially terrified, Gary soon came to love it. He spent the summer perfecting crazier and more complicated dives, which of course excited the crowds. After the summer ended, he sought out even greater heights, pushing himself to the limit and meeting like-minded divers who shared his aspirations. By the time Gary began competing again, he'd found himself in a completely new sport. Gary had stumbled into the world of cliff diving, and he was about to take it by storm. So, let's go back to that day in 2009, the Cliff Diving World Series in Turkey. Gary stands alone on the edge of a diving board, jutting far out from a cliff. You know that saying, cool as a cucumber? Well, Gary is often referred to as the cucumber, on account of his complete lack of fear. Watching him perform this dive, it's easy to see why. He seems completely calm. The crowd below him, on the other hand, look like they're collectively holding their breath. Some people are covering their mouths in shock. Gary's fellow divers have their heads in their hands, unable to look away, but terrified of what might happen. According to interviews, in these moments of gathering himself before the fall, he's actually terrified. 
But he also said that fear is part of what makes him the best in the world because he knows how to use it to his advantage. There's concern and scepticism from some of his rivals, bitter comments about how he's trying to win solely on difficulty alone, which to their minds isn't in the spirit of the sport. Gary tunes all of this out and focuses on the task at hand. He stands still, with his back to the ocean, his chin tucked in slightly. He remains there for a second, gathering his concentration. If he's terrified inside, you wouldn't know it by the look on his face. Slowly, he swings his arms, forwards, backwards, and then suddenly he leaps into action. Swinging both arms up above his head, he bends his knees and looks up at the sky before launching himself backwards off the board, head first towards the water below. Once in the air, Gary performs a dizzying number of twists and turns before straightening himself, so he's perfectly, righteously, feet first when he hits the water. All with minimal splashing. It's a cliche, but it's true. The crowd went wild. He'd done it, a dive so difficult nearly 15 years later it's still being talked about. To this day... It's never been repeated. Gary's gone on to win 10 Diving World Series in the years since, with no apparent end in sight. He's the most successful male in the history of the sport. Who can say what the greatest cliff diver in the world will do next? Perhaps one day, he'll do it again. Well, that's it for another episode of The Pool Room. You've been listening to an iHeart production. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm Tony Armstrong, and I'll catch you in the next one.